Hey guys, uh, I'm Katerina, I'm the content creator for Shiptimize, and today I'm interviewing Luke, one of our team members, so that uh, me and you guys can get to know him a bit better. And let me just say that I'm sorry about the background noise, I'm outside, it's a beautiful day. It sounds like a rocket in the background, just lifting up. Yeah, it's the, it's the washing machine. <laughs> yeah. How are you feeling, Luke? I'm doing fine. Uh, good day at a sale, so that's always good. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm working from home. I'm currently in, in Lisbon, um, right next to the beautiful castles of Saint George. Mm -hmm. um, very famous, famous spot. I'm very lucky to to be living this close to the castle. Um, I can see it from my window actually, right? Now. Um, and yeah, that's uh, it's you know been the the kind of the run through. You, calling new customers, mm -hmm. potential customers, kind of figuring out what they have and figuring out uh, where I can best help them or where I can see yeah. if there's a possibility to, you know, to work with them. Mm -hmm. uh, and if, of course, they have something else or something else going on or they're busy, uh, try to see um, you know, if I can find another way to reach, uh, reach other people. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been a very regular day, mm -hmm. being home, having my own lunch breaks. Uh, when I want to, which is good, and uh, mm -hmm. from a from a you know, regular basis, go to the uh, go to the balcony, get some get some air because uh, you know yeah. still sitting inside a house is not always uh, beneficial. Yeah, no, no, house. yeah, yeah, for it's sure, for sure. Mm. Uh, Luke is a, a sales guy here, and he uh, works from home. Actually, I usually work in the office. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. And how long are you working here, Luke? I've been now working uh, since the 1st of June. And before this, I did customer service at a very, very big company. Mm -hmm. um, and I kind of figured, like, as I was working there, I kind of figured that there must be something more interesting to do mm -hmm. um, in Lisbon, as, you know, startups are everywhere. And also, a lot of companies are moving over to, to Portugal. Um, yeah. And I thought, well, I wanted something else because the customer service world is really big. It's very, very big in, in Portugal, especially in Lisbon. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that's always a possibility. But it's very, uh, the, yeah, the companies are so big, you kind of get lost. You, you become a number. And part of that is also giving up a little bit of identity. So you start to live, live a sort of double life. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, after a while, I kind of got sick of the... Uh, the, the, the structure and yeah, yeah. The, 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 you know, the, the people, the office politics and all that. Mm. Repetitiveness. Thought, what's a good way to keep on going and, and do something more interesting? Um, so I started looking around and I thought, uh, I saw Shiptimize, uh, which is packet mill in Dutch. Mm -hmm. um, and I just sent an open application saying, hey, this is who I am. And, and within a week, I think, uh, uh, Jorn sent me, uh, sent me a message to say, hey, like, hey, do you want to Skype a little bit? So uh, that was uh, was interesting, and um, yeah, from there on, all started rolling, and uh, I, I landed the job. It was really really cool. So we yeah, have about that. You know, you're actually uh, answering my next question, with, which was, how did you start working here? <laughs> <laughs> but actually, there you go. So there you go. Yeah. But actually, what is the the thing that you like m most about working in a startup? Well, the the thing is. There's uh, working from from a sort of office job and going into a startup. It's like going to 
basically a new country where everything is still to be said. A lot of things are very liberal, very free, and it's really about um, looking into okay, what's you know what what, what is it really um, that needs to be done? You know, everyone's doing everything, and there's there's some hierarchy, of course, but at the same time, everyone's a person, which is very sort of touch mentality. Everyone's everyone's using the informal way. In Portugal, you see people talking uh, yeah. formal to to their coworkers. And uh, that's not very Dutch, so that's something I think uh, was very was I was happy to 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 wear face again, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, working from home for startups, so that's double. You know, you're working for a small company that is very dynamic, and then yeah. from home where you basically can do the work in your underwear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's like it's a lot of freedom, and uh, it took some time for me to kind of. Uh, adjust to that, mm-hmm. you know, making sure that I do everything because, you know, there's no one, there's no supervisor with a whip walking behind you all the time, which I had. I had, you know, the most extreme version in a customer service uh, job before this, yeah. and then going to this sort of massive space of, uh, of freedom, yeah. if you will, uh, where you have to make your own structure mm-hmm. was uh, was kind of a challenge, but I'm uh, coming around to it, and it's, it's you know, it's giving off, uh, it's giving me a lot of... Uh, uh, yeah, a lot of freedom that I can yeah, now yeah. manage to put into uh, to work. Yeah, that's nice. Um, okay, um, now I just have a couple of random questions so yeah. that we can get to know you a bit sure. more as Luke Luke and not just Luke the sales yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, my first question is, how would your 10-year-old self react about what you're doing right now? Did you ever imagine you would work in sales or even in Portugal? No, when I was 10, I think I wanted to be a fireman or architect or something like that. Because, you know, all these jobs, basically all the jobs that we have now, they didn't exist 10 years when I was 10. Yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're young, you're, your idea of what you want to be. For some people, you know, they want to be a doctor, or their parents say they will have to be a lawyer. They grow up to be a lawyer, and it all works out for them. I, I think the most interesting people are the ones that still don't know what they want to be because they kind of have a sense of direction, but they kind of are able to jump into opportunity, mm-hmm. um, which I think is still the case. You know, and I'm doing sales. Never thought I would do sales uh, before. This I did customer service. Never thought I would be doing customer yeah, service. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I was, I was, I visited Lisbon before when I was younger, um, and I thought, well, this is a cool place, but and I still have the idea of coming to Lisbon and being in uh, um, some of the streets in uh, um, Rua Prata, yeah. and all these streets mm-hmm. in Baixa, and having that feeling like, oh, there's a river there, and how this is work. There's Restaurantes over here, and now I'm just living and walking through it riding my bike around thinking yeah this is my home you know so you know I have, I have people visiting me and they're completely culture shocked about you know how I how I live here but yeah. kind of you kind of get used to it so I think a lot of people underestimate what they can actually you know do and especially when I was 10 I had no idea that I could do these kind of things and I could move countries and work somewhere else you know so I kind of uh, I really stepped outside of my comfort zone and uh, really happy I did yeah, that's that's really cool. For how long are you in Portugal, actually? I've been now actually. Look to it. I think on this day, if not today or yesterday, I've been here three years. Wow! Congratulations! Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really this week. 
Oh, good. I started on October 2015. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know that I got here a week before, so it's a bit around now. Okay, nice. That's, yeah. that's well, really cool. I'm going to have a drink of that before later. <laughs> you definitely should. Yeah. Well, but actually speaking of uh, out of comfort zone, uh, is there anything in your life that you really want to accomplish at the moment? Any trips you want to take, personal goals you want to achieve? Well, you're looking, uh, I'm kind of trying to look at the, the five years. Um, and for me, it's just gathering a lot of, you know, from personal level, it's gathering a lot of skills and connections, in, especially, you know, considering three years isn't a long time. Mm-hmm. I don't have high school friends or college friends. So making connections is very important. I think that's for everyone moving a country. Yeah. Um, it gives you opportunities. It gives you certain chances that you would never get if you don't know people. Um, I mean, it's not the only thing you should rely on, but I think that's that's having a good network of, of close friends and people that you can work with is, is essential to any location, uh, you know, even your health. Um, and for me, what I would accomplish in the next five years, I'd consider, you know, having my own apartment because I live with a roommate now. Mm-hmm. So having my own apartment, having everything sorted, um, making trips when I want to, you know, I'd still love to visit Japan at one point. Um, oh, same, same. Yeah, you know, so there, there's there's a few things that's on my list, like to check off. Yeah. But not concrete plans to go like, all right, that's you know what I'm going for. Right now, it's about digging my head uh, and really get into the work, do as much as I can, and then after that, you know, I like to do a lot of work and then reward myself. So I kind of see that in that respect as well. Um, but yeah, the 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 rewards will come after the work is done. So I'm definitely, definitely on that mindset. Yeah, that, that's that's a good mindset to have. <laughs> well, actually, I have a question. And not very related, but if you go, if you could go back in time, where would you go? Like any period, either about your life or in history that you would like to revisit? Um. Well, if I go back in time and. Well, if I would meet my, my own self, which is impossible, you know, because of the, uh, the, the time travel dynamics. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Time travel laws. Yeah. Um, but I would I would tell myself to, to take more chances when I was younger, because it's the worst to not do things that you kind of are afraid of. But mm-hmm. chance, everything that you're kind of afraid of pulls you back. A lot of times, you know, you, you don't know what the outcome is. That's kind of good. So I think I'd, I'd tell myself, my younger self, to uh, to take a little bit more risk, to, to be more uh, outgoing and be a bit more on the edge instead yeah. of kind of stay, you know, um, keep it to myself. And I was mm-hmm. a very shy kid when yeah, I was yeah, young. Yeah. So that's what I would tell myself. If it is just about visiting the, the past, I don't know, I'd be interested in visiting the Renaissance age or, you know, even New York a hundred years ago, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But probably only for a weekend because after that, probably get some illness. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you would, you could, trouble. you could always come back, always. Okay, good, just in case. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but actually, um, with your uh, answer, do you feel like you're, uh, well, you moved countries, so that's a bit of a answer there, but do you feel like you are um, much more 
risk friendly than you were? Like, do you do you feel like you completely uh, change that mentality about you? Um, to, you can you can train yourself to do that. Um, mm -hmm. For me, like uh, the first week I was in, in Portugal, I didn't know a language. I knew some Brazilian Portuguese, mm -hmm. just some lyrics from from Chico Buarque. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Borges and, and guys like this, but you know, you can't start a conversation with those kind of lyrics because people look at you funny. Um, Probably. <laughs> so, so why I just started riding my bike and going around, and actually, the first day I met a guy riding his bike, and we kind of rode this whole trip along the coast to uh, Whitish. And he basically yeah. mm -hmm. talked, and he was interested in talking English, and I was interested in, you know. Knowing more about Lisbon, yeah. and Portugal, and I made a friend just by riding a bike and some guy saying, "Hey, hello." We ended up, you know, spending the whole afternoon together, which I think is it wouldn't happen if you don't go outside. Um, so I think that's that's something that really uh, pushed me. And, and of course, Portugal is a place where you are outside, where you are hanging out with your friends. You have random dinners. With people you don't know, yeah, um, mm -hmm. you know, and, and it just happens, and that's how you make connections. And I think when I was younger, uh, I would just go out and, and be by myself. I think it's still difficult for me to go out to a restaurant, have dinner by myself, because mm -hmm. I'm so self-aware, you know. Yeah, just like, I just feel like everyone's going, "Oh, look at that lonely." Yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I totally, I totally um, got you. So, so I don't, I, I don't do that so much. But you know, I can go to a bar and, and kind of comfortable by myself yeah mm -hmm. which uh, which was something i think i learned over the last three years speaking and that's that's really nice okay and okay my final question this this might be the most important of all actually do you put pineapple on your pizza oh my god I, I put everything on my pizza tell me you don't put mayonnaise on your pizza no i don't put mayonnaise okay but <laughs> i have i have, <laughs> I, have, look, I, have I have my own rant about So, Hawaii pizza has been around since 1962. I think it's a Greek guy who went to Canada and invented it. Great market, went really well for him. Um, I just don't know why all of a sudden this has become a problem the last five years. I, I don't so get it either. When I was why, you know, when I was young, I ate it. it and it's like, it's the last bastion of uh, cultural appropriation is that we cannot put pineapple on pizza. I think, oh, is that you know the worst? This is like religion. If you don't like pineapple, you don't eat pizza. Don't don't do it. Yeah. No, you don't have to go to church. <laughs> so please, I'll, I'll put you know, I'll put banana and pineapple on my pizza. I'll, I'll take it a step further. I'll not take chocolate. I'll not make it a dessert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have some kind of resemblance with a pizza. But if I want Italian pizza, I'll go to an Italian place. I know that I'll get everything with mozzarella and you know the the proper pizzas. But when I'm by myself and you I do, you do whatever work, you, you want, know, I do whatever I want. I really, I think people should really, really uh, stop complaining about what other people put on their pizza, mm. and they should start thinking about things that actually matter, like straws, like plastic straws. That's mm. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, you know, there there are much more bigger problems in the world than I think pineapple. Yeah. Pizza is not the one. Do, do you feel the same way about cereals uh, first? In milk? Oh, yeah. See, this, is, <laughs> this is also a very divisive issue. Yeah, let's let's not talk about the actual <laughs> issues. Let's talk about... You know, that's, that's what the, the, 
that's what I'm trying to, to get to. Like the, 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 it just shows that people are so bored, you know, that they're trying to, <laughs> trying to discuss these kind of things. I think anyone should be allowed to express their cereal in any way. <laughs> I'm totally, uh, you know, I think cereal is a spectrum. I don't think there's, you know, straight or gay cereal. I think everyone has the right to their own cereal and within, you know, closed doors in the privacy of their home should be able to eat their cereal however they want. Those are some beautiful words. This is the perfect way to end this interview. <laughs> right. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much for your time, Luke. If you guys have any questions uh, about like Luke's work or questions that you want to ask him, like what are his opinions on... Uh, I don't know, these, these important subjects like pizza yeah, and cereals, please. feel free to send us your questions and maybe we can do, even do a second part interview. Do you want to add sure. anything, Luke? Um, no, I, I, at the moment I'm just waiting for more questions. I have, uh, it's the end of the days for me, so I'm just already thinking about uh, having dinner with my cousin and I have some, some people to meet. So my mind's already out there. But um, yeah, feel free to ask me any mm -hmm. questions about uh, gender issues and um, feminism. Uh, feel free. <laughs> <laughs> sure to ask you. Uh, sure to answer you. And um, yeah, nice talking to you. And uh, thanks for, for having me. Yeah, of course. Okay, guys. See you next time. Bye.